Hello, my darlings, and welcome to another episode of Rotten to the Core. I am so happy to see you. I hope everyone had a marvelous April. I went to visit the sea and a few of my merman friends. You know me, I just bring my pole and start hooking. Speaking of getting paid to screw people over, that brings me quickly to our lesson topic for today. He has gone by many names, such as Anthony Zabrowski, Katara, George Anthony DeVolder, or, as most of us know him, George Santos. I'm unsure as to what his real name actually is or what country he was born in because he's never actually revealed his birth certificate or given a straight answer. There have been many, actually. I know that I normally do past history, but I couldn't get this rotten person from our current history off of my mind. No, not in the usual way I do men. More of an, I wonder what the truth is and how much he was bought for. They say everyone has a price, and I wanted to know what George Santos's price was to sell out his own community. People can politicize and beat around the damn bush all they want, but the bottom line is. This is a gay man who has lied about his whole identity and past and has a job for the government. He actively works to dismantle the rights of his own kind and people and children throughout the country. I normally pride myself by being able to put myself in anyone's shoes, and when I attempted with George, I kept seeing a poor, desperate man willing to do anything to better his own life. I even think he used to be a good person, but at some point, someone gave him an amount, and essentially, he sold his soul for money. Before we delve deeper, a quick thank you again to my patrons for supporting Rotten to the Core on Patreon. I will be picking one of you out of a hat this month and send a little care package to ya. Just some crystals and whatnot. Probably my favorite candy. It'll just be nothing crazy. I just, I like to send people stuff. I'll be doing that in the middle of May. Here's an excerpt from his website to give you the story he's currently giving. George Santos is the son of immigrants who grew up in a basement apartment in Jackson Heights, Queens. Both his mother and father legally immigrated to the United States in search of the American dream, where they began their family on the foundations of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. George's drive, commitment, and determination, remember that for later, were inspired by the legacy set and left by his mother. She gave up everything to provide for George and her family. She delivered the American dream to George, a debt that he wants to repay to the rest of his neighbors and constituents. George's mother was in her office in the South Tower on September 11, 2001, 
when the horrific events of that day unfolded. She survived the tragic events on September 11th, but she passed away a few years later when she lost her battle with cancer. The American dream that George grew up living in is now under an all-out attack from the radical left. Inflation is out of control and crime is rampant in the streets. New York City and Long Island used to be the gold standard for quality life in America. Do you believe that? <laughs> the math just ain't math in there. What about his so-called impoverished childhood with immigrant parents would drive a gay man to work to hinder others like his own family? Money is the only thing I can think of. Or blackmail. He had such great potential to make this world a better place, and I just can't wrap my mind around it. I guess the Kool-Aid was just too good to pass up. The first thing that we can't verify is his claim of being born in Queens. A co-worker at the Dish Network Service Center, where Santos worked in the early 2010s, recalled Santos often saying that he had been born in Brazil. Was he trying to make himself seem more interesting to a co-worker, or was he really born in Brazil? Now, my views differ from George, and I believe everyone is welcome in this country. There are plenty of jobs and plenty of space. Borders are a man-made creation, and this planet belongs to all humans equally. The second discrepancy in his bio is that his mother died of cancer after September 11th. In a message posted on Twitter in July of 2021, Santos said that the attacks claimed my mother's life. But on his campaign website, his biography said that his mother survived the tragic events. But there is also documentation that she was in Brazil at the time. It would appear that Whittle George has an attention-seeking habit. Anything for attention, huh? Good or bad as long as they're looking right. Good gravy. It shows the depths one will sink to when they will even lie about their dead mother. If he cares so little about her memory, then you think he cares about anyone else? George even admitted to lying on his resume while running for office. He claimed that he worked on Wall Street, was Jewish, and graduated from college. He even said that he graduated from Barrett College, summa cum laude, with a high 3.89 GPA. The college has no records of him attending or applying there. I mean, I used to use friends as references in the past, but how can he get away with these huge lies and continue to help govern this country? He also claims that he doubled his revenue while working at Goldman Sachs, a company that he never even worked at. The arrogance of George and the fact that he thought anyone would believe it is quite humorous. He claims that he was a volleyball all-star while in college. The self-described all-star whose team vanquished Harvard and Yale and who gave up so much to the game that he needed knee replacements when his playing days were over never happened. Even the dang high school he claims to have graduated from is a lie. 
The school horse man has no evidence that he attended, and he only achieved a high school equivalency diploma. There ain't nothing wrong with that, honey, but why you lying? Why you lying? Just tell us. Why you lying? How much was that check for? How much? Go on. Just just tell us. Just whisper it. Write it down. Pass it over. We won't tell nobody. As I talk into a microphone. Remember his bio that told you of his determination, drive, and commitment? Our sources have determined that was a lie. A biography of Santos on the National Republican Congressional Committee states Santos also spent time at New York University, a claim NYU could not collaborate. Later, he told the New York Post that he didn't graduate from any institution of higher learning. Higher lying, though, right? Mm-hmm. Have you truly ever felt secure a day in your life, honey? I bet if you held George up to your ear, you could probably hear the good person screaming for help inside. George even claimed under oath that he worked for Goldman Sachs in New York. He was testifying for a friend who was accused of skimming credit card numbers from ATMs. Eventually, the friend came forward informing the feds that it was George who had taught him how to skim cards. George taught me how to skim card information and how to clone cards, the declaration claims. He gave me all the materials and taught me how to put skimming devices on cameras on ATM machines. George denies those allegations. It would explain what George was doing with all that time that he wasn't attending high school or college. Learning how to scam people on the streets of New York City? Mm, I can see it. One of the worst things, in my opinion, that George has done was to a poor veteran and a sick dog in need of surgery. Now, this is some evil villain type of behavior. If this were in a movie, I would have gotten up and walked out. I don't care what you do in a movie to people. Don't hurt the animals. What was Atreyu's horse's name? Ugh, sinking in that mud. Ugh, still gets me. In 2016, George started a GoFundMe page for a veteran and his pit bull mix named Sapphire, who needed surgery on a tumor. George started the page and raised over $3,000 for the poor dog for her to have life-saving surgery. He even texted the owner often, and when it was time to hand over the money, George Santos ghosted the guy. He gave him a whole bunch of runaround, different excuses... Like, it was just a horrible mess. All so George could have this $3,000, I guess. He told the veteran that he worked for a animal charity and blah, 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 lie, lie, lie. He screwed over a homeless veteran and a sick dog. After he ghosted the man, he shut down the page and pretty much disappeared, leaving the guy and his dog helpless. The owner was living in a tent in an abandoned chicken coop. He said he was suicidal and a service dog, the 80-pound caramel-colored pit bull, was the only thing keeping him alive. Then she suddenly got sick. Sapphire ended up dying on January 15, 2017, and a quote from the owner says that 
I had to panhandle and beg just to get the money to euthanize and cremate her. It was awful. Good gravy. The hatred that George must feel inside. It's caused him to lose all human compassion for every living thing on the planet. I'd say he only cares about himself, but the vibes I get from him are that he even hates himself. I bet he looks at himself in the mirror with disgust. Not that he'd ever admit it. I see right through you, honey. Even his relationships are lies. When he ran for election, he claimed to have had a husband and four dogs living in Long Island, New York. But his husband was never seen on the campaign trail. Or ever. In 2019, George did divorce a woman in Queens and says, I'm very much gay, he told the New York Post. I'm okay with my sexuality. People change. I'm one of those people who change. Especially if you're getting paid to do it, right, George? Mm-hmm. In 2014, five years before his divorce from the woman, George sent Facebook invites to friends celebrating an engagement dinner with his boyfriend at the time. George's former boyfriend said the party never happened because he did not say yes to the proposal. Smart man. Very smart. I don't know you, sir, but you dodged a bullet. He even claimed that his grandma was a survivor of the Holocaust. It took a genealogy specialist to discover that there was no Jewish or Ukrainian heritage in his family. His family is all Brazilian. George even said he lost four employees in the Pulse nightclub shooting in 2016. But, of course, he lied about that too. None of the 49 victims at the Orlando Club worked at any of the companies that he claimed. This next part is especially heinous, seeing how he is actively working for a party attempting to criminalize and make drag illegal. Eula Rashard claims she was friends with George in 2005 when he was also performing as a drag queen in Rio. Another friend said George aspired to be Miss Gay Rio de Janeiro and that he was regularly participating in drag pageants. He went by the name of Katara and claims now that he was just having fun at a festival. Oh, I see. It's fine if you do it, but if it's in the U.S., then we're trying to brainwash kids. I see. Even his fellow Republicans are getting fed up with George. Several have told him off for his lies and his parading about. Does George have longevity in his current position? Girl, please. One day, sooner than later, George will come crashing down and I doubt he'll have a friend left in the world to help him. I'm sure he is by now accustomed to the taste of spit in his food whenever he goes out to eat. Probably didn't even realize that's what that tang was. My belief is that George is basically a bot toy. He was foreign enough, gay enough, and easier to control than a fish in a net. I believe he was bought and attempted to fabricate an identity to suit all of the so-called radical left's differences. Gay, a person of color, from immigrants, 9-11, Jewish, Ukrainian, Holocaust, poor kid, lover of animals, etc., 
I think he was also meant to be a temporary attempt to bring more left to the right. If this were all a series, I would probably love to hate his character, but this is all real, and that makes it terrifying. It was honestly difficult to decipher what on earth was true and what was lies in the biography of George Santos. The lesson I received from him is to remain true to oneself and don't sell your soul. These are pretty good lessons if you ask me. Perhaps one day George will finally tell us all his truth. I'm sure it'll come in book form when he is desperate and broke after he loses his job. Time shall tell. If you enjoy listening to Rotten to the Core, please follow me on Instagram at It's Rotten to the Core. Please leave me a review too wherever you listen at. I also have a Patreon if you'd like to join. That link is patreon.com slash it's rotten to the core. Take care, and again, thank you for joining me, your not-so-evil queen, Joshua Waters, on another episode of Rot to the Core. Be happy, find peace, and don't hurt others. This episode is produced by Arclight Media. If you enjoy this podcast, go check out some of our other ones at itsarclightmedia.com. Also, if you enjoy Rotten to the Core, check out my other podcast that I do with my brother. It's called Mystery Inc. and is available wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.